Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast, or as we like to call it, Lost in Genre. I am your host, Leland, here with my other co-host, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. My other... I don't have another co-host. <laughs> That's fine. There's you. But this, I am a co- or a co-co-host, isn't that what we said at one point? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Fine. I like, I like Coco. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I want chocolate. <laughs> no, no. Train of thought. You know, I can make you a cup of coffee. No, you know what I did? It's not chocolate. I know. I mean, I understand where your brain's sure. going with that. Sure. I... Sometimes the vanilla latte at Starbucks, which I don't do very often, but if I do do it, um, if you get it, I guess it's just the person who makes it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the whipped cream and the latte with like one packet of raw sugar, if you just let it like fester for a little bit, mm-hmm. it tastes like chocolate. Oh, interesting. I don't know why, right. but sometimes, no, it's only happened very sporadically because I think it dins to who the person makes it. <laughs> but sometimes there's that where I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like perfect. See, what I noticed, have you ever had a Breve latte? No, I don't know what that is. It's a latte made with half and half. And so okay. it's the kind of thing. And then you get I sugar love everything you just said. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you don't want to get that every time. No, but it's a I've, lot of cream. I've noticed the same thing. If you get the vanilla latte with whipped cream on top and uh-huh. let it sit for just a minute and everything, it mixes together. And to me, it tastes like a brevet latte without actually being a brevet latte. Yeah, sometimes you don't even need to put, add the sugar. The, the whipped cream is, mm. once it melts, that's just enough sugar. Oh, yeah. I did, I took umbrage. This is such a weird train of thought we went on to. <laughs> We will talk about something. Uh, I remember at Starbucks, they, they do the caramel apple ciders that yes. I enjoy every year. I love those. Uh, don't get it with the whipped cream on it. Oh, really? Because the whipped cream melts into it. Yeah. And I mean, you may like it. I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't want whipped cream on liquid. Okay. I want whipped cream on like hot chocolate liquid. All right. But I don't want it on like liquid liquid. Like you wouldn't have like a cup of water. With whipped cream. True. You know what I mean? And that's what happens to it, I feel like. You just kind of, here's some apple juice with with whipped cream on it. And it was like, what the fuck is, don't do that to my apple cider. Which (laughs) I would agree with you, except we were at WonderCon. We stopped at some coffee place. Oh, this last, what we're going to talk about? Oh, good. Segway. Segway, yes. And then I got some coffee drink, I don't remember, and Jada got an iced something. Uh And they said, do you want whipped cream on it? And Jada paused. She's like. Sure. And it ended up being, I would have not put whipped cream oh, on no. an iced coffee. I would anything. not have either. Yeah. And yet, because it melted in there and uh-huh. made it kind of more milky and everything, I was like, all right, this is the first time I would have expected that to be a good thing. But it was good. Yeah, I did that with the pumpkin spice iced latte. Hmm. They just put it on there without asking me, mm-hmm. and it was awful. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, no, no, I don't need whipped cream melting into my ice cubes. No. But I guess the certain drinks. Probably. I'm sure there's science involved. (laughs) You'd think. So, WonderCon happened, and we were both there for, you were all three days. Um, Well, you were there technically. I was about to say, I had to work a little bit of Friday, but then I got Um, to go Friday night. Yeah, and I was there Friday and Saturday, and I had one of the best WonderCons I've had in a really long time. Agreed. But not because of WonderCon. Right. It was the people. <laughs> that was the thing. I really thought the people who were there yes. was just awesome. Like, it was like we had the hotel right next door to the the hall. Um, the panel we sat through was great. The, the the bar was great, the drugs were great, the yeah. beer was great. Everything was just great, and then there was like, oh, there was WonderCon. There was also, which was the reason we were all hanging out there, so that's a good thing. Sure. Yes. Um... 
I thought the floor this year, they extended the floor by another hall, which I, I did appreciate yes. because it was like, oh, good. We got another hall and more shit to look at. Um, I did not purchase anything but one item. Mm-hmm. So I guess I did purchase something. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. But I found that one item by like noon on Friday. Right. And that was it for me for the whole weekend. Because I've come, as I get older, I look around my place and I think to myself, I don't need any more shit. Right. If it isn't really, really nice or something that I know I can't get anywhere else, then I'll purchase it. But if not, I don't need it. I'll have a snapshot on my laptop of something really cool and be like, yeah, that's cool. I can now look at it on my laptop. Anytime I want to look at that statue. Exactly. I don't require that side show statue piece. And I am usually the exact same way. Because, you know, you look around here. I have more than enough prints on the walls. I have a little book that I'm putting my postcard stuff because I'm completely out of room. Mm-hmm. But this was one of those years where I kept on stumbling across new artists where if I had all the money, I would have bought Oh, it. for sure. And there was one guy who was selling his prints for $45. And now Not I'm wishing awful. No, and I'm wishing I bought it because I looked online, he's selling them for seventy five. So oh. he was doing a deal. Well maybe he'll like, be a con. It's entirely possible. And I'm gonna look and see if I can find his name real fast, because you need to look him up. He is Peter Morbacher. M O H R B A C H E R. Look up his stuff. You know, at the sideshow, the Court of the Dead stuff. Oh, I was, love that shit. Oh, my God. His is like the best of that. Oh, okay. He did a whole series, and you're going to laugh for a second, of angels, but they are the alien, otherworldly angels, and they are so freaking gorgeous, I can't even tell I'll you. I'll look that up. Oh, yeah. man. The Court of the Dead has a book. Yeah, they do. I, and, I've actually read it. And I, I, do you have like a PDF file of yeah. it or something? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have it on my Amazon wish list, and I always kind of like, Sometimes when I'm really bored and I go shopping online, I hit Amazon and I just look at my wish list and I go like, well, what is it? It's time to move one of these into the actual list. Sure. And that always kind of teeters towards the top. I never pull the trigger on it. Right. But I know it's there. Right. And it's available for me to get someday in life. You, you know, know those books? They're kind of the kids' books like Dragonology and Wizardology oh, and stuff like I'm that. Oh, I'm not going to say I don't have a few of those. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. exactly. I love those books. Those are great. <laughs> this is kind of like a grown-up version of that. Yeah. I have all the Harry Potter ones. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Like, I didn't want it. Well, I, I can't say I didn't want them because I bought them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I got one. And then I was like, well, I can't just have one like I need them all and then the next thing I know I had them all and I was like oh shit I have a lot of these like I didn't realize I had so many of these but they're so pretty they always get the best artwork like I love a good coffee table book it's unfortunate I don't have a coffee table to put them (laughs) on so they're just in storage at the moment someday though I hope to have a very nice coffee table where I can put all these books that no one will look at well no I will do it I will come over to your place and I will have coffee and sit at your coffee table and read your coffee table book I Uh, and it won't be a glass coffee table because no. Well, I have one and it collects dust like yeah, you wouldn't no, believe. Glass, oh my God. No, I'm not a glass. I'm a glass leather guy. Like I've gone to some houses where I'm like, this is gross. Really? You have, you have glass everywhere and leather. And you live in Southern California. This is just a bad thing. And you don't have AC. So like this oh, is bad for the summer. You're going to stick to those things. So it means you have to put down a towel or a uh, blanket yeah. year round. And, I'm a, well, mine is a wooden glass. I'm actually a Yours is better than glass. glass. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, like just plain glass seems like something right out of the 80s, I guess. Also, you can hurt yourself. True. I had friends who totally took out a table on a drunken evening by falling into it. And okay, so, I yeah. meant just hitting your shin, but that'll work No, too. they took out the table, man. <laughs> I heard about it. Like, came over to their place. I'm like, what happened to your guys' table? They're like, well, you see. But... 
So I did enjoy walking around. Um, I, I I got that Evelyn pop from the Masters of the Universe collection. Oh, yeah. That was the one thing I wanted because I hadn't been able to find it in any of the local hot topics. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not ordering it online. I'm going to WonderCon next week. Sure. Uh, they had a limited edition trap jaw you could buy there. And I thought about it, and it was just kind of like, I like Trapjaw. I don't love Trapjaw. Okay. And that's kind of where I was at with like the majority of the, the He-Man characters. They chose this for their first wave. I was like, yeah, I like all these characters. I don't love all these characters. Except for Evil Lynn. Right. And they did not, and I love Skeletor, but they didn't do, are you familiar, familiar if I use the term, battle armor Skeletor? Vaguely. I remember okay. there was definitely So they did variations, yeah. and they did the first wave out they did not their standard looks Mm -hmm. and that to me was weird i was like no no my options should be later if i want battle armor he-man and skeletor not my first option right so i was a little like "Uh uh-huh okay that's fine i'm Uh, not gonna spend money i'm not gonna buy those because you didn't do the the outfits i like uh their side note that's just funny so in the 2002 reboot of he-man for cartoon network they did a line of action figures, and they did a battle armor Skeletor, and I, I believe I'm getting this story correct. There was something off with the coloring on the first wave that made them real fabulous colors. Oh, wow. So online, he's lovingly referred to as Disco Skeletor. Oh, nice. And it's like a weird, I think I got that story right. I'm not sure. All I know is I have one, and I didn't realize I had one. Like, one of my buddies was like, oh, my God, you got Disco Skeletor? I'm like, do I? Do I? I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, but no, I wanted the, the the sexy Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park pop, where mm-hmm. he's laying on the side with oh, a shirt I'm open. Oh, I've seen that everywhere. I don't know why I want it, but I did. And I asked, like, two pop joints, and they were like, oh, we sold out of that early this morning. You might as well stop looking. They're all gone. Oh, wow. I was like, Okay. Question, small side tangent. Mm. I forget. Are you oh. one of the people who considers Jeff Goldblum sexy? No. Okay, all right. That's a that's a big thing online. It, it, is. it is. Within the thing. last month, it's become weird. Right, and I don't think he's an unattractive dude. But sure, he's I, a fine-looking man. But I I'm, never yeah. got the whole, like, with him lying out all shirtless. And I remember even watching it the very first time. I'm like, why do they have him doing a sexy thing? No, that's it's weird. so weird. Even, even today. I mean, granted... His character in the beginning of the movie, the shirt is unbuttoned at the top. Like and it's he's not being very flirty with. Yes, yeah, so he you can you can infer from the character that Ian Malcolm is slightly sexy. He's trying to be sexy to everybody, right? Even the dinosaur. But like, it is weird though in that as the movie proceeds, that shirt gets lower and lower and you're just kind of, you could be argued, well, okay, it's hot in Costa Rica. Sure. Uh, his shirt was maybe ripped by the Tyrannosaurus. He's injured. Sure. But a lot of things can be inferred, but it is elbow such thing, a you know? weird shot that they yeah. cut to. You're like, huh? Yes. Okay. It just felt so odd. Even like, back in the day, I yeah. remember me and the guy were watching it. We were just like, what the hell happened there? It's like, just suddenly it's like sexy. It's an odd choice by the actor and that Spielberg was like, I'll allow it. Like, <laughs> you're just like, okay. A shot like that had to have been set up on purpose. But I though. love that that has become a thing now. Though. <laughs> no. Like like I used to have that t-shirt where the sexy Ian Malcolm but had a velociraptor head. Yes. Like I love that shirt. Yes. 
And I know, as I lost weight, I kind of miss a lot of my fun shirts. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, mm, all right. It means I can just buy them in smaller mm-hmm. sizes. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy that they were like, oh, uh, we're going to make a pop of this. And I want that pop. I'm not going to pay for that pop, though. Right. Like, And I don't know how much it's going for because I saw some uh, those, some of their bigger ones for like $29.99. I was like, mm, no. you're a $19.99 item. Sure. Maybe twenty one ninety nine, but I ain't going any further than that. <laughs> and so I'll look for it at con this year, but it's not. I I don't need it. Right. It's not one of those like, oh my god, I need to get the sexy Ian Malcolm dropped. It's kind of like, oh hey, there's that thing I kind of thought was yeah, funny. Yeah, the top of my list of things that I really want to buy, but I just don't want to pay the money for it. I felt like there were more cat quit it. I felt like there were more costume booths this year and some of the steampunk ones. I'm like, I want that dress. I want that blouse. I want that jacket. I want those shoes. And it's all not cheap, any of it. But I would love to No, because it's like real leather. Oh, I would love to do like a full-on steampunk costume. Not the put-together thing Mm. that I have right now. They did. I forget the name of the company, but they're a legit company that does like um, high-end clothing with nerd accents or accoutrement added so for example they'll have like a suit like a three-piece suit but there'll be like a batman emblem kind of worked into it so you don't notice it automatically but you would be like is that a batman emblem you know so they were there i didn't personally see their booth uh but i went online to look at they have a jean jacket that I kind of really want. And it's not terrible. It's like 150 Well, it's not bad if it's going to be like a It's a good jacket. Yeah. And yeah. it has, on the back of it, worked into the embroidery. It's not like colored. It's a normal... The embroidery is the color of the denim. But it's the double W from Wonder Woman. Oh. And it's kind of nice. And I was like, all right. If I was to purchase a jean jacket, I would buy this one. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they'll be at Comic-Con and maybe they'll have like a sale or something, but I want to try it on. Right. Because a jean jacket sometimes never looks good on certain people. No, you really, any clothing I'm going to have to buy, I'm gonna try it on before I buy yeah, it. Yeah, it's the problem with online clothing. Unless it's like a shirt where you're kind of like, oh, I'm sure uh, that's an extra large. I'm good. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing I like about WonderCon and Comic-Con is like it's not... You can't usually do the thing where you're like, well, that's awesome, but I'm going to go and find it online later for cheaper. If it's mm. one, if it's made by those people, they're giving you a discount by being at Comic. Yeah, and they should because yeah. you're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You went to the effort and you showed up at the booth. Yeah, and I still like don't I'm, buy I'm going to give you a hundred dollars for something. I feel you should probably give me a discount, probably, because yeah. I'm not paying for shipping and handling. Also true. Yes, yeah. and if I don't buy it, you're going to have to take it home. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. You're going to have to leave with this, right? Um, and we got to talk to Nichelle Nichols this year. and Oh, I was going to get to that. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Um, well, okay. I'll go ahead and explain. Walk it. me through meeting other Uhura. Oh, yes. And I didn't really get to say too much to her. Jada did the interview. Mm-hmm. But she's doing a movie, and I believe it's about empowering women. Okay. she Her name is attached to it. So Jada said ahead of time, she's like, I'm going to go, and I'm not going to ask her a ton of Star Trek questions, because I know that you know we were approached by the PR people because they're promoting this movie. Mm-hmm. So Jay said, I'm going to ask her about the movie. We get there. She's busy signing. And we're told, sorry, you know, you have to come back because she's got to go upstairs and we're running behind schedule. Sure. And we're like, fine, you know, she's really busy. We come back 
And we already knew this is going to be like a five-minute interview. It's really quick. Everybody was super nice. She was very nice. Jada sits down next to her, and we start rolling. And she says, so, you know, how did you get involved in this movie that you're going to be promoting? And Michelle Nichols says, well, my agent approached me and thought that it would be a good idea. And it was such a flat answer. And I'm holding the camera. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Yeah. And Jada said, so is it currently filming? Is it wrapped up? And she said, I really don't know anything about what they're doing with the movie at this point and everything. And I was like, she okay. doesn't know anything about it. And Jada, I think, was like, at that point, all of Jada's prepared questions boom, out the window. Yeah. And Jada just wrapped the interview up as gracefully as possible. So, and asked her if she would do the Vulcan symbol. And she did. She yeah. was very sweet about it. I mean, she was really nice. But it's like, I don't know if the PR people are approaching you because of this movie Maybe somebody either needs to inform her of something or else, but she's Nichelle Nichols. She can do whatever she damn well pleases. No, you know? yeah, yeah, that's true. And also, I mean, I, I, I commend uh, Jada for not wanting to be a Trekkie about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like I made my, when we had our, uh, one of our Star Trek women podcasts and we, and I talked about Nichelle Nichols saying like, oh, you know, do you want to meet her? And I was like, no, right. oh, not because I dislike her or anything. I just... I don't want to bother her. I have nothing to say to that woman other because she's lived a life and I have not. Like, I just don't feel I'm worthy enough to meet her. And you know, when you're in her presence, you kind of get that feeling. I mean, she's really frail. She was having people, she was having people like, you know, get her up from the chair Mm. into the wheelchair and everything. Were were you in the bar at the hotel when she, when she, yeah. 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 Oh, that, I was good with that. I was like, I saw her. We're good. You could see her on the floor at any time. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have the people around like glaring at you for taking pictures without getting an interview. Yeah. So, which I kind of like, I mean, it's like, I understand you need to charge money for the pictures, but if I'm like 15 feet away shooting my camera at you and you're going to get mad about that, I'm like, there's worse things to get mad at these days. She was super, super nice, but it is it is like a minute and a half interview that she got. So well, that's it's. She got the meter, and she that's did. nice enough. Also, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, that's a memory that Jada can hold on to. Exactly. And that was you. Know, we were talking about how WonderCon was awesome because of the friends we were there with. My friend Alex came this year. He'd never been before, and he's like this mad photographer. He mm. always takes these great shots. And we actually got him to meet us there, so he was taking pictures of Michelle Nichols with his really good black and white camera. Well, nice. So he got some beautiful pictures of her. So that was cool. As long as I'm thinking about it, you were saying, you know, it didn't have any, you know, the good time didn't necessarily have anything to do with WonderCon. Mm. And me and Alex went to, what is it, the Trader Sam's Tiki Bar? Love that I fucking never bar. been. I've never been. It's like you walk in there and it's tiny on the inside. It is. It's too damn tiny it because is. for the amount of people that want to go to oh, it, man. you know. And you got to sit inside. Yes, we did. I've only been able to sit inside once. A lot of times, I've been outside. Yeah, I think my buddy Alex has like you know how Jada has parking karma and she mm-hmm. always gets us. We walked in and there were a bunch of people, like this ton of guys getting a ton of drinks. Mm -hmm. And just as we walked up, they collected their drinks and walked away. And so we parked ourselves at the corner of the bar. Well, that's the best place to be. Oh, my God. And so what is it? I guess when people order certain drinks, Mm -hmm. that's the trigger for various things happening. Like the volcano explodes or it rains. It's um, For people who've never heard of it, it's at the Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim. And you don't have to be... uh, It's not on Disneyland. So you don't have to pay to go. It's it's at the hotel. So anyone can just gonna go. But like... 
the bar is alive. So you sit at the Tiki thing and it's got a great vibe. Everybody's having a really good time. The drinks are really expensive, but they're really, strong. really strong. They're like really you, strong. you pay $17 for a drink, you're getting $17 worth of drinks. Oh, yeah. He also got like the collector mug that came Oh, I have them, yeah. a few of those. Yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. That place is legit. Yeah. But like you order like the volcano drink and then someone yells something and then a volcano on the wall comes to life and then um there's a shipwreck that sinks and mm-hmm. then there's it basically it's the greatest place ever and it's really really fun yes and it's unfortunate that it is so tiny so that you kind of have to fight to get in and if you don't get in you're outside the drinks are still fine and the outside ambiance is still very very nice but it's really not the same. No, exactly. Yeah. I liked how the bartenders, like, you know these are people who are doing their job and they are they are moving fast. Oh, they're working. They're, they're, yeah, really they're working. working for their tips and they earn every tip they get. Yeah. But they still, like, when things happen, they really kind of get into it. Like, one guy is like, run for your lives! And he has a spray bottle of water when it rains and he's totally squirting the crowd with it. Little things like that that's like... I know you're doing this because it's your job, but you are getting into it too, which is fun. Yeah, I think it also depends on the crowd. If the crowd's really into it, you you probably get like the synergy that, Mm -hmm. hey, we're all having a good time tonight. Uh, What did you order? Uh, I don't even, oh, um, what is it? Miami something, or I can't remember what it was. Oh, you didn't order one of the fancy drinks? I did. It was a fancy drink, oh, but it okay. didn't come in a fancy mug. Oh, it came okay. in a, like a, It came in a, like a margarita glass the gotcha. size of a fishbowl. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think Alex got one. Like, it normally came in a different mug, but they were out of that, so they just put his drink in another they nice mug. They do run out of those. And yeah. We didn't get there until like 10 o'clock at night, so we kind of closed the place down. They did... Um... About three or four years ago, they did like a, you know, online right now, everything has a tiki cup, like the Star Trek, the Star Wars, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, So Disney did a tiki cup of the hitchhiking ghosts and a tiki mug, and you could only buy it at Trader Sam's like one day between these hours. Whoa. And I thought about driving up to get it because I really wanted it, but I didn't want to pay the forty nine ninety nine for it. Granted, you got two cups, but I was like, that's $50 for two cups. Yeah. And um, I saw the line online. I was like, oh, I'm good. I, I'm glad I didn't go because oh. I don't want to be there at 6 a.m. Yeah. for a cup. I know. I, yeah. I probably have a completely skewed idea of what that's like because, you know, we got the lift, dropped us off. We walked straight in the door, mm-hmm. straight into a spot in the corner, sat down, and we're there just drinking and sitting and watching the show for like, and so I'm sure most people are like, it's not always like no, that. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I got these, one of the zombie drinks, so like a voodoo zombie, so I have like a head. Oh, nice. Like with a head cup. No, I, I love that place, and that's part of the great time of WonderCon is the, you know, the Disneyland's across the street, so like, you can go over and do that shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I enjoy that. Um, I did, uh, the cosplay this year was, there was really good ones. Yes. And those trumped all the kind of meh overall. Right. And that's why I like that Ariana and Alex were there because since, you know, like we go there to get pictures of the good costumes, Mm -hmm. but Ariana and Alex are really kind of capturing an experience. Sure. So they're getting like... Alex has got these beautiful shots of like cosplayers on their phone, you know, or talking. Yeah, those to are their the friends. better pictures, they like really... you know, like fat Thor eating nachos. Yes, like you're like, exactly. oh, that's that's the photo you want. So yeah. I, I just you know, you can look at his photo gallery. I think I got lucky with some of the captures that I got that yeah. I, I managed to walk across. 
like the brides from Bron Stoker's Dracula. That was I saw them. They were good. They were yeah. really good. They had the pose like they had their pose planned out mm. ahead of time because they framed the shot for me. I just stuck a camera in their face and was like, "Cool." But I, I did. This year was the year of. Um, oh, can I get your photo? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me put down my bag. Let me put on something. Mm-hmm. Let me. Let me. Oh, let me hide my phone. <laughs> let me. Let me hide my badge. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with all of that being in the photo. Like oh, I. Really? I really don't care. Oh, I always like it when they because I've got all oh. these great shots of cosplayers and they've got their bags at their feet. <laughs> I'm like, I wish you would let me just take the bag for you. I don't know. It depends on what the costume is. Mm-hmm. If it's something that I just want to take a photo of because I'll be like, oh my god, look, someone did it. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck if your badge is there or uh, your bags at your feet. But if but if you're like a legit cosplayer, you have someone there to take your bag. It's true too. Yeah. So I don't know. This year I felt kind of like I was waiting for people to put shit down, and I was just kind of <laughs> like, "You're in the middle of the aisle." Also, if you're gonna walk through con in a full Symmetra costume from Overwatch, no, you're gonna get stopped. Maybe plan ahead by not having a bunch of shit with you. Also true. Did you have this? I thought was a good year in the fact that. I never had anybody who acted like they were irritated that I was taking their photo because you know some no of them not get this tired. year yeah no I know um, Alex uh, Alex Nathan and Catherine were at North Carolina Comic Con and apparently Nathan had a couple experiences like that I'm like that's a pretty tiny con for you to have a big attitude cosplayers yeah so, it's yeah. weird when they're like oh I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was bothering you when you were on the floor of a Comic-Con right. walking around like Kratos from God of War yes. in full Kratos regalia, shirtless with real blades of yeah. fury. I'm sorry to bother you when you're clearly not doing anything. Yeah, also... Like, if you were on your phone or if you were waiting in line to get a drink, I would not have approached you. No. But you're just standing here. Yeah. Wanting people to take your photo. Obviously. I'm assuming that if you're there in costume, you want people to look at you and take don't... your photo. Have an attitude with me. No. Like, you yeah. know what this was a year of? This was a year of cosplay wings. I kept on seeing some Fuck. gray ones. I... I swear to God, those hawk people. Yes. Every time I turned around, they were there again causing a problem. Oh. And it was just like, <laughs> you are dumb. You are so no. dumb. And you knew that this was going to cause a problem. They had half t- a, a 10 foot wingspan at least. Oh, yeah. They looked amazing. They looked fine. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. You're in the way, and I you know care. you're in the way. I don't like, yeah, care. Yeah, it was. I, I get so irritated at that. Oh. Spatial awareness has become my thing as I get older. I'm like, <laughs> why, why, why can't you know you're in the way? And I so understand when people get irritated when somebody's on the floor and they've got this big thing. But I just, I can't, I can't care. Every time I see them, I'm like, cosplay wings. I have to get pictures I, of the cosplay. I mean, wings. When they were outside, it was fine mm-hmm. because there was enough room, and that's where they should be. But like when they were inside, and they were, and they would expand them and it was like hydraulics and it was a G <laughs> I, I was love like, it I love it I was all like, of it oh my god you're all killing me I, got... I saw like feathered wings I saw several demon wings a lot I of saw demon some, wings this year I saw some really pretty fairy wings half the time when I see a really pretty awesome wing costume with like metallic wings it's Overwatch which I think that's cool too but... yeah Overwatch has become the new cosplay like if that's you can go-to. nail it yeah and you got to nail that shit good mm. because Overwatch is full of real intricate, delicate designs, and and this coming up this Tuesday they're doing another event where there's going to be six more new costumes that they're you know you could characters can change into, so Comic Con here is six more new options for nice. these you know, these players to do. 
Um, right now, I, I I forget what's going on, but there's a big video game convention this weekend as well, and Overwatch is there because of the event that starts on Tuesday. So they're having a big like showcasing, and they're allowing players to um, they did a green screen area, mm-hmm. and they put a green screen um, like. Circle on the ground, like a rotating stage that four people can stand on. So they're allowing the Overwatch cosplayers to stand like back to back and they'll circle, they'll let the things spin and they'll video them. And then I guess they're putting them into like a 3D environment for the people to take home with them or whatever. And it looks very cool. And like, oh, these people are stepping their cosplay game Mm -hmm. up. Like I was like, oh no, that is Reaper. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not a dude in the costume, as far as I'm concerned. Hello. There's a lot yeah. of talent. So much talent. Yeah, I, I was okay with the cosplay this year. I've definitely... There's been bad cosplay years at WonderCon, and I didn't think this was a bad one. But no, not at all. Of, not a bad one. I just there's felt... There's been more meh. impressive ones. Yeah, yeah I I did get very impressed. My first cosplay of Friday afternoon was the woman did the Cloud City Princess Leia outfit. And I was very impressed because that is not really the go-to. No. And you don't see it very often. No. Usually I think that the rules of Princess Leia are you do white outfit first, Uh slave Leia, yeah, and then whatever else. Do you usually see Scout Trooper anybody from the Forest of Endor? No, I don't think I've ever seen a Scout Trooper. I would love to do that. That Yeah, it's a nice... I, I would prefer someone to be in the Scout Trooper Leia versus the Ewok weird no, I don't leather that thing that she gets into where you're like, so where did you get that? That's what I love about the Family Guy Star Wars jokes where they're like, oh, wait a minute. So this, the Ewoks, they fight with sticks and stone, but they understand the, the finer of hair cosmetology. to do. Right. And, and she's like, look, just go past it. Empire was better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're just like, that's fair. No, also fair, yeah. Yeah. So you... I had some negatives. Not negatives are a strong word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and no negatives. But I was surprised at the people who didn't show up. The last three years, we've gotten to do a roundtable with DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Like one year was How to Train Your Dragon, and then two years of Voltron. And they're always really entertaining. They're really gracious. They have a lot of information. It's cool. And so I reached out to them this year, and they said, oh, yeah, we're not doing WonderCon this year. Like, DreamWorks didn't have any type of interview possibilities mm. for anything. Is DreamWorks doing okay? Are they- uh, maybe they just didn't have anything to pimp out right now. I guess, but it's just, now I'm spoiled. Because like, th- yeah. three years in a row, and we get something awesome. And then this year, I'm like, nothing, I can't talk to anyone. I was under the impression this year that two thoughts came in my mind about the lack of things happening at WonderCon. Uh-huh. First thought is the maybe they just didn't have anything to pimp out. Not just DreamWorks, but like in general, mm-hmm. um, this is kind of a big year for film and whatnot. So maybe those things were just prepared. Mm-hmm. The second thought is they said, well, why do we need to go to WonderCon when Comic-Con's in two months? It's true, but is it, I mean, I wonder, did WonderCon like, they charge people to do events, don't they? I, mean, I have don't no they idea how that works. Out. I would assume they would. But yeah, but it was also like I'm reaching out to various publishers, you know, Marvel, DC. I'm like, can I get your schedule so I can put it up on the site? And I reached out to Dark Horse. They're like, oh, no, we're not going this year. I'm like, Dark Horse Comics is not going to WonderCon. That is weird. That seemed... And so the fact that I had those two things happening, that usually I can count on those people for some content. They're yeah. like, no, we're just not attending. Maybe DreamWorks had something going on, but they just weren't doing interviews. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, I know... 
I mean, we went to the panel for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. We got in the hall really early because we were tired of walking. So we sat through the last 45 minutes of the uh, Lost in Space that Netflix is doing that starts on the 13th of April. Yes. So we watched the last 45 minutes of that pilot. We missed the beginnings. We're not quite sure how they got Lost in Space, but Mm. you you can pick up things. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Then we sat through a Fear of the Walking Dead panel, which no, none of us could give yes, a fuck about. No, I can't even. I mean, I'm I'm like the Walking Dead person on the site, and I don't give any cares about. It was any just so them. weird. Like they they they're adding like a bunch of new characters this season. So all those new characters were on the panel. and They were talking. And I I know some of those actors, like, from other things. And I was like, oh, that's nice that you're still working. I haven't seen you in a while. And one of them just had this irreverence about herself that was like, you know you're on a zombie show. Like, I'm not trying to slander her ability as an actress to be on a zombie show, because there is merit in that. Clearly, The Walking Dead has really good acting. Mm -hmm. And she is a decent actress to be on the show. But the way that she spoke about herself was like, oh, okay, you're not doing the Lord's work here. Yeah, I was like, like, take it down a few notches. A a little bit. I was like, you're not making uh, like a Holocaust movie that's going to get you an Oscar nomination. You're in a truck with chainsaws coming out the side of it fighting (laughs) off the undead. Right. I'm going to need you to take it down a lot. You know? I like people who can approach their roles and stuff like that with a sense of humor. Yeah. And she just didn't feel like she had much of a sense of humor at all. Yeah. It's not good. And then, like... And then the shield panel happel, ha- happel. (laughs) The shield panel happened, Mm -hmm. which was fantastic. And everyone was there except Coulson because um, he was at the march that was on the same day. So he Skyped, Skyped, FaceTimed in on his phone just to say, hey. So he was there in spirit and and they were like, no, no, he's never not missed a panel. Yeah, Yeah. But we felt that. We allowed him, not like they allowed him, but they were like... It's a pretty important thing to So do. he was like, he, he did his thing. And um, they have a new guy on the show this season who, this was his first panel for any kind of nerd thing. So he got hazed oh, the entire panel. And good. it was very, very fun. Like, they made that panel worth it. Uh, and then after that, we went back to the hotel... And we found out that they had a game room in the hotel set up for people that just wanted to try out new games. Mm -hmm. So we went up there and played a game called the Red Dragon Inn. Yes. Which was very fun. I would like to play it less inebriated. Yeah. Because I don't remember a lot of things that were happening. And I'm pretty sure that either does the table. And it was basically like a weird game where you you have several characters to choose from and you choose a character and then you are in a in an avern an avern you're in a tavern and an inn called the red dragon sure and you have to like challenge other people to drink Fake drinks, or you can do it with alcohol, say, you but you alcohol. would die by the amount of drinks that you have to drink in the game. Right. Like, so it's probably not the best suggestion. <laughs> but, like, you have to challenge people to drinks, and then you get drink cards, and you have to do different things that are on the drink cards, and there's, like, gambling rounds. 
very complicated, but once you get into it, it's kind of easy to work yourself into it. And it seemed very fun. And they had a giant box there that had, like, all the characters and all the tokens and the rules and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll buy that box. You know, like, I was like, I would buy this game. So I thought, well, they have it there. I did not ask there, you know, to purchase it because I I just didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. So I went online the next day at work. I was like, oh, I'll just see how much it is. Not an expensive game, but the the game is like, this kind of pissed me off, is the game has five different versions of the game right now, and each version is adding characters. So all those characters we played, they must have had like all of them in one box versus the, oh, here's the first level, you get four characters, but if you want to play with the people of eight, you got to buy seven more boxes to get you. And I was like, like, basically they they did expansion packs, but not expansion packs. They did other versions of the game. And I was like, well, I don't want another game. I want the expansion pack. So the only way you can get the extra characters is to buy basically another copy of the game that you already have? I'm sure that's not the case because that does seem redundant, but I did not dive too deep into Uh, it. But... It was a very fun game. And I kind of got it. I was like, all right, I would like to purchase this someday in the future, but I'm not going to do it now because I have no reason to have a game that okay. expensive at this time. No, that's fine. But it was very, very fun. And we played with some random people that were just in the room that were like, oh, well, we'd like to play. We're like, okay, well, come on over. Mm. You know, It's kind of like the game room over at Kingdom Con, that kind of thing. Yeah, it was one of those kind of rooms. Nice. Um, the woman who was helping us run our game and the guy that was doing it, they seemed very much over the weekend. And it was only Saturday. So they had another whole day to go. (sighs) And maybe they were just tired of dealing with the drunk people in the room, which can take a toll Mm -hmm. on sober people, I understand. But as we were sitting there, in the other banquet hall next to ours was like some sort of weird party for nerdity. I'm not quite sure what was going on there. Um, our Don, our Don, our friend Don just walked in there and grabbed a drink at the bar and walked out and he, he played it so smooth. Like, oh no, I'm, I'm a part of this party. I think you had to have special tickets to go in there. I'm not positive, but he just walked in and grabbed two Cokes and left. And I was think like, Don okay. working in Hollywood, he knows how to act like he's supposed to be. Yes. And it was fantastic. Cause nice. I was like, oh, okay. But so. A woman came, okay, so a woman came in dressed like Guinan into our room mm-hmm. with a tray of food and drinks. And she was like, I work next door at this thing. We're all done. I'm bringing the f- extra food and drinks into here. Oh, and I was like, awesome. I was like, did Guinan just give us food and drinks from a bar next door? Did. Like, I just want to clarify that that's what just happened Aww. in my marijuana stupor because I'm not <laughs> positive that's what happened. No, that's what happened. I was about to say, did it happen or were you having a very I, nice I know. We're just like, yeah. did Guinan really walk in? Yeah, no, Guinan in a big ass hat walked in and I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, going back to WonderCon, um, but you did some other interviews? We did. Uh, okay. There's, we were getting all this PR stuff that comes in through the PG account. A lot a ton of stuff but yeah. it's all stuff that I didn't care about no I didn't do a I don't I don't do the panels for like the voice actors for cartoons I think they do amazing work and everything but one it's not cartoons I watch and two I just don't care there's a ton yeah. of that 
and like there was a Black Panther panel, but it was kind of about like it was a costuming, wasn't it? Uh, technology, I think. Oh. And I was like, in the technology end, that isn't real. So that's yeah. Great. Well, it was. Yeah. All, it, I think like creating the shots and everything, which awesome. Oh, <laughs> you be technology. How they made the movie versus mm-hmm. my thought was like we don't have steel balls that can cure things. No, so not okay, yet, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like, but, yeah. No, but so then we get this one notice about a movie called Bad Samaritan. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, it looks like it says David Tennant's in it. Mm. And I looked, and it is. It's a very independently made movie, and the idea is you've got these two valets who have twigged to the idea that when you park somebody's car, you have access to their GPS, and you can hit a button that says home, and you know where they live, and you also know that they're going to be busy for an hour. And so they are stealing, and they also are stealing like very small things that might not be missed. So they actually have a pretty good thing, but they're not the brightest. They they talked about this a lot in the interviews. These kids are not like criminal masterminds. They're kind of dumb. Mm. But what happens is David Tennant's character comes in, and you want to talk about somebody who's like, he's like, uh, what is it, Kilgrave? Yeah. No, yeah. he's intense when he wants to be. Yeah, and this is the only the second time that I've seen him doing it. But he comes to have his car parked, and he is like instantly intense, do not fuck with mm. this guy. But of course, they do, and one of the valets goes to his home and looks around, and David Tennant's character has a woman chained up to a chair in the basement, but the valet doesn't want to get arrested, and she's like begging to be let go, and he's right. like, I, I'll, "I'll I'll send somebody back for you." So he leaves, and then anonymously calls the police, and the police come by there, and they don't find anything. But Kilgrave knows what he's been up to, and so right. it's like this cat and mouse thing for the rest of the movie. Looks very intense and awesome from the trailer, and certainly. All the people involved were nice. Yeah, well, that's yeah. cool. But I want to do say for the record, we knew going into there that David Tennant was not going to be right. There. No, <laughs> yeah, no, we were like no. they even said they're like he won't be here. But man, like the writer and the director were there, totally cool. And the director, I believe his mom was on an episode of the original Star Trek. Oh, right. And on. I told him I was like, oh, that makes you like nerd royalty, and he, he kind of liked that. But then the actors were so sweet, and this one woman. Kelly Con- Condon, I think her name is. That sounds familiar. Yeah. She's the voice of Friday, Tony Stark's computer in Age of Ultron. She's got the Irish accent. Oh, right. Yes, yes. And got it. so sweet. She was really, she's actually the woman who's tied up in the chair. Oh, well, that's cool. And they, so, yeah, it was such a great experience. And I also liked that everybody at the table, we did not have anybody at our table who had, like, all of the equipment and all of the recording stuff. And we mm-hmm. were all people with our phones and our cameras. Yeah. And we were all, like from small organizations so I didn't feel like we got showed up my friend Alex was there with his real camera and I'm like oh my god we've never looked so professional and um, it's just it was a really positive experience well that's cool so that I mean good that, yeah. that trumps the um, lack of information yeah. from anybody else yeah there wasn't much I mean even at the shield panel they, they were like well we're hoping we get a sixth season yeah. we, we don't know for sure yet um, this is being written as if if it is our final season, it's our final episode. Like they're writing it in the case just in case. I I appreciate when they do that just in case it does get canceled, but sometimes it means like with Supernatural. I mean, haven't they had a bunch of wrap up episodes? And then you're like, and then you continue. They got renewed for their 14th season. Another fucking season. But they, I, which is weird because they said that already. Like last year when they renewed them for 13, they were like. 
we're going to give you two more and then we're going to pull the plug. Okay. And I think that's what the guys said. Like, yeah. they were like, we'll do two more and we're done. Yeah. So they made a big announcement, like, 14. You're like, yeah. We that, already knew that. We already knew that. And like, it's for people like me, since I don't follow the show. You know I what? Got that the is fair. And I do like, apologize. Oh, that is that is true. Yeah. You know, you're not, like, hooked into it like I am. <laughs> they did that Scooby-Doo episode last week. Oh, how was that? You know what? Look, I went in very much like, Really? can you jump the shark and be meta in the same time? Yeah, you can. Oh. But it was good. Okay. Like, I kind of, I pulled back halfway through. was like, fuck, is this like a good show? Oh, no. Like, well, it was weird because it, it's, you know, magic. They're pulled into the cartoon. So they're in the world of Scooby-Doo. So all those Scooby-Doo tropes are there. With the guys looking at it like, what? well, we know these tropes because we've watched the show. So they're not even trying to say it's like Scooby-Doo. They are really real. Oh, no, it's real. because Warner Brothers produces the show, they can use the rights oh. to the actual show. I so it's like so all the voice better. acting are the voices that are Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, when they do it where they're like sucked into Scooby-Doo, but they're in a world where they don't know what Scooby-Doo is, that's yeah. always irritating. No, no, it was great. Like Good. they like there's an actual murder at one point, which if you realize doesn't really happen on Scooby-Doo. So when they see it like they have to convince them that like no ghosts are real. Yeah. This person's dead. Wow. Shit gets hard. And when they break that the, the Scooby-Doo characters do not handle it well. Right. Like, it breaks their reality in a way. Like, Fred's like, I don't... What? I don't, That's true. Oh, they never so he basically death. just yeah. kind of shuts down. And Velma's like, but if this is real, then this is real. And this is real. <laughs> and, like, I think even one of them makes, like, a God comment. Like, you're just like, oh, okay. And then the end of the episode, they have to, like, no, no, it was all fake. Yeah. All fake. Yeah, a smoke and mirrors. That was a fake head. That was fake blood. And they were like... Oh, jinkies, thank gosh, because we didn't, we didn't, we wouldn't know what to do with that. And you're like, they, no, you were not. Did yeah. they play with the tropes of how Velma is always considered sexy among the nerd world? Did they play with that trope They at did all? the, um, they played it opposite wise in the sense that, you know, Dean has really got a hard on for Daphne and yes. he's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to make it with Daphne. And, you know, and, and she's like all about like Fred. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and he's like, God, he's a tool. Like, you know, there's that whole thing. <laughs> and Sam is kind of like the whole thing. Like, I don't understand why you think this is great. And Velma's like, hi. Like, she is all over Sam. Oh, no. Nice. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then at the end of the episode, like, Dean goes to kiss Daphne and she, like, pecks him on the cheek. Mm -hmm. But Velma, like, fucking grabs Sam and, like, really macks into him. And you're like, okay, that was how you did that. Yeah. You played it the opposite. Good. The characters that weren't in it very much were Shaggy and Scooby. Really? Like, they were there. Yeah. Um, but they hung out with Cass. Oh, and, interesting. And that was, you know, Cass is like, you're a talking dog. I don't get it. You know, it was that kind of thing. You're like, yeah, this is fine. That's adorable. But it was it was just the right amount of, like, nerdity for both shows that it worked. Good. And I was kind of like, yeah, like, halfway through, it was like, oh, shit, this is actually like, good. Mm -hmm. Like, where before, I was really poo-pooed on it. Like, I was like, come on. Like, yeah. this is stupid. But they've done all the other tropes. So. Yeah, and, and, you know, and the joke online is like, when's their musical episode? I was like, no, that, that this is really not the Did show they, to do it. They did an episode where they went to a musical school where a siren was taking over the bodies of something. Yeah. So they had a musical about Supernatural that was being performed at the school. Okay. I think I may have actually seen that episode. So that is about as musical as the show's ever gotten. So they're wanting a whole Buffy... Um... No, the internet seems to think that should be the next thing. Okay. And I think a lot of people are like, no. Okay. 
Even though, I mean... I mean, for crying out loud, if Grey's Anatomy can pull it... Did they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did a a whole musical episode, everybody singing the whole time. It wasn't any good, I didn't think, but they did it. I mean, it was like, all the events are going on, and as the events are going on, they're singing about it. Oh, my God. That just sounds awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I've never watched that show, but... But they did it. That's not gonna... That's definitely not a selling point. (laughs) I mean, that show's been on for, like, what, 75 years at this point? I watched it for a little while, but I just stopped caring. I don't know. Fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but overall, I had one of the best WonderCons It really was a lot of fun. There was, for the lack of not having things to, to be announced or seen or done, I had a great time. It's because of the people. Yeah, I the mean, people yeah. were, it was a fantastic experience. And I, I'm glad that WonderCon has kind of become our con that we do this with mm-hmm. because at Comic-Con there's not a lot of time. Right. We don't have the hotel situation that's available. And honestly, one, at Comic-Con we actually do do more work. Yeah. Because that's when all the shit is announced. It's true. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I say this now, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I would like this year to do a day outside at Comic Con, like to do the outside stuff, I've never done any of that. We did it with Nathan and Catherine a few times. And yeah. It's pretty like going to the Star Trek exhibit last year mm-hmm. was fun, and everything that's going on with FX is great. The then... problem is, is I don't want to walk that far, and it's hot. It's true. You can do the nighttime stuff. Yeah, I'm. Too, I go home. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what you were talking I don't about. Don't go about. out. You're talking about you know that we don't have that same kind of experience. I don't know. We've had some pretty good luck. Like when Kath and Nathan come in town, we did the Mystery Science Theater 3000 did mm-hmm. an event at Comic Con last year, and then the year before, no, two years before when they were in town, a whole bunch of us went to see the symphony play outside for the Star Trek thing. So there's definitely some cool events. Let me preface on. it. I don't do things oh, outside. That's, <laughs> like, that's okay. Yeah, I know. I started talking about the symphony outside, and you yawned. I saw you. That yawn. was not uh-huh. at symphony. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, I I'm enjoyed WonderCon a lot this year. So I'm hoping that that becomes like our next or our new like yearly event is it's that we really... do WonderCon up because I have just more fun at WonderCon. And I tell people at the store all the time, like, yeah. WonderCon's the one to go to. Like, it, I, yeah. I'd rather go there than any of the other cons it's, at this point. And now this, I think, Sunday had sold out before Sunday arrived. And that's the first time that I've heard of that happening. As oh, far really? as I knew, you could always just, if you didn't buy tickets ahead of time, you could always just walk up and buy a ticket on Sunday. But I don't think that was the case this year. Well, good for them. Yeah, I know, right. But, and they've still got more room to expand. Like, nobody's going to say, because you could walk through whole empty halls of the convention center. Oh, yeah. There's, it, every year it seems to be getting bigger and bigger, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So hopefully in a couple of years, it'll the whole thing, and maybe people will be like, hey, maybe we should go back to WonderCon. Yeah, and maybe we'll just open it up on Thursday as well. But that would be a bit much, but yes. (laughs) No, no, all the days. Yeah, it's fine. But all right, we will talk to you next week about things. Bye, everybody.